from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm with Keon in our thing froze up there. Oh no. Let me uh I'll, I'll switch it. Uh how was your week, Keon? Why how was my week? Uh my week was good, I think. I watched movies. I wa- last night I watched uh Wakanda Forever. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I love I mean I've I've kind of like I I for a while I was like kind of burned out on Marvel movies, but I like uh-huh. how silly they are. They are like kind of fun. That has a kind of a classical story structure and kind of hits all the marks usually. Yeah. And is, it's like hard to hate them. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like Wakanda forever. Yeah. I felt kind of gypped by it. Uh, and they didn't really explain like how he died, you know? Oh, did he die? I mean, did he yeah. not die in the prior movie? I just assumed it. Happened. No, he died in real life. Like that. That's like literally what happened. The real actor died. The real actor died. Yeah, he died. No. <laughs> Here, let, me, let me fix this. Got all sorts of problems today. Crazy. Uh, right, so we'll I watched right here. another th- thing. I watched was Stutz. Have you watched Stutz yet? Which is the Jonah Hill uh, on Netflix. On Netflix. No, I haven't seen it. It's that actually yet. pretty good. It's like he does like a documentary on his therapist. Yeah. And his therapist is has. I mean, he he kind of uses like typical therapeutic techniques, but his presentation of them is really interesting. He like draws pictures for each of the techniques he recommends to his uh clients or whatever mm-hmm. his patients and then he gives he gives the like card to them it's a it's a i mean jonah hill's really good i think at he knows his medium really well like he's he's really he's both fun and he seems genuine and uh he knows how to make a story i think yeah absolutely i'm uh trying to log into this whole thing here but uh it's okay yeah, just, we'll just start it. We'll just go without it, I guess, at this point. Let me see if I can just go here. So our first top story was the first post of a blind programmer on Stacker News. This is uh, 4,873 sats, 25 comments. This is from Blind Dev, posted uh, earlier this week. Did you see this? Uh, I did see this, and I asked him a question on it, but he, uh, he it's apparently got referred by Tony. His name is Dennis. He's been blind since birth with an optical uh, nerve damage, uh, which is a fairly common form of uh, sight impairment. Mm -hmm. And he's been programming since 2017. Uh, You know, he does Web3 and stuff, but he says he's also into pretty getting deeper and deeper into Bitcoin, which is pretty cool. yeah, overall, really cool. I mean, I thought I thought Stacker News would be unusable because I I was so uncon I've been so like p- only marginally conscious of accessibility when I'm programming Stacker News. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be pretty much unusable uh, for anyone who is sight impaired, but apparently he's able to navigate it pretty well. So yeah, there was a there was a comment where he said um, he's like, "What do you program? Do you text to speech?" And then he responded with like all this other thing that I didn't get. I don't know if that was a different language. And then he, he explained like, um, he said, can you imagine what scene is like, or is that like asking someone to imagine a color he has never seen before? He goes, I have very weak partial vision. So I see large objects, distinguish some colors, but I can't read the text on paper or monitor anymore. Just as I don't understand the images on the monitor. Um, 
I think it's fascinating, like understanding how people, don't know if you ever watch those YouTube videos where they talk about people that have like disabilities and they, they go through like a day in the life of them. Dude, those are like really hard hitting, um, like touching uh, just moments. Cause it, it really, it really puts, it really puts to light, like how lucky we are for like our health and for the things we take for granted every day. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's cool. I mean, it's, it's hard for me to imagine being able to program without seeing right? because I do so much based on visuals, but a lot, I mean, I'm at, I've known, I've known, pro, I've heard of programmers who, uh, who are blind. And so it's, it's apparently it's not, there's not much of a, there, there isn't a huge limitation to becoming a, a, a programmer when you're blind. Um, my, I had a professor in college who said the best programmer he ever knew was blind. Wow. And, uh, apparently it has something to do with like, you know, having to read everything very carefully and think through it because, uh, you know, there, you have, you pay an immense cost, I think, for making yeah. mistakes, um, on a relative basis at least. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, overall really cool and excited to see him there. He also wrote another post, um, where he kind of responded, he responded to everyone like, Oh, in, wow. in a, in a post, uh, I think, you know, kind of extending his answers from before he basically told me I need to add more headings. So my HTML tags are not like great. Uh, I'm using, I'm not using the headers. I think that pro that's probably what that gets prioritized for screen readers. Um, yeah, he pointed that out. Yeah. That's easy to fix or. Yeah. I think he said, he said in a side tag or an H4 header. Yeah. So I think there are, I'm, I know, I know a person in Austin who's a Bitcoiner who does accessibility program, like it helps websites become more accessible. I'm going to, next time I run into him, I'm going to see if I can maybe, uh, see if he can do like a, a stacker, like improve stacker news accessibility for us. I think that'd be really cool to make it easier to use. Cause there's a lot of the stuff that I don't even, I don't even know, um, that I should be doing. But. Yeah. Cause it, it probably, yeah, that's another thing we take for granted, right? Like all the disability stuff that Apple has built into their phones. Um, all these big companies eventually end up doing it. Cause you, you gain, like, there's like probably a, a percentage of users, 2%, maybe more, hundred percent, especially for something like Apple where they have features for people who are getting older and can't see small text and they have features for them that probably opens up your market like quite a bit. So. Yeah. It's like the go-to phone, right. For people that struggle with that kind of stuff. I, 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 I like to see it. I'm, I'm a person that optimizes my, my Mac and my phone for larger text anyway. So, um, I appreciate this, this stuff. Thank you blind Def, for, for sharing this. This is, this is the kind of post I love to see. I'd love to see more stackers talking about their personal life. I think this week we've kind of, there's a lot of personal stuff that we're seeing here this week. Uh, a lot of opinions. So we'll, we'll go on to the next one. Next one is answering objections to drive chain. This is from super Tiesnet. 62 comments, 18,000 sats for this mega, mega stacker post. Yeah. yeah. What is all this about? Yeah. So super stopped by to write this. So I'm a noob when it comes to drive chain. I actually don't know a ton about it. I know it's commonly called merge mining. It's basically, it gives you a side chain without, without a token. Um, and it creates like kind of, it, it allows you to use Bitcoin in one of these merge mine side chains, uh, as almost as if it were a token, but it's still actually Bitcoin. It relies on, uh, 
the, it relies on, on some level trusting, uh, the majority of miners to respect that Bitcoin on the side chain and kind of allow you, allow you to spend it, uh, back onto the Bitcoin blockchain. But that's, that's more or less my naive understanding of it. Super kind of lays out common, uh, arguments against drive change, which is, which is BIP 300. Um, Paul Storks, I believe is the one who authored that BIP years ago. I think it was, it was maybe 2017, maybe even earlier, but he even, he even recently raised $2 million to further, uh, advocacy for BIP 300. And I believe 301 is, is another additional BIP that's required, but, uh, super comes along and kind of try, uh, tries to deconstruct some of the arguments against it. Um, and, you know, and then there's, and then a, quite a conversation ensues. We have, uh, one of the, like the creator of rootstock stops by and responds to super. Um, but there, you know, I think there's, it's an interesting debate to have. I think people are getting more and more serious about drive chains as we're beginning to consider, you know, future scaling issues. Uh, Adam back has more like kind of recently publicly been, uh, supportive of drive chains. So it seems like it, you know, it's really on people's minds and maybe, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's not super, super seems to think it, it's worth attempting. I think, you know, the, the main argument that, uh, people make against it. And I think Ben Carmen and the comments made, uh, made, made against it is that there, it, in, it increases, uh, potential reorgs of Bitcoin um, in mining and an attempt to, I guess, game part of the game theory of the side chains leads to more re could potentially lead to more reorgs. Super's kind of response to that is if it leads to more reorgs, we need to know that it leads to more reorgs so that Bitcoin won't, you know, if Bitcoin is going, cause Bitcoin will be subject to those types of reorgs in the future of state, especially if state actors come and come into play. So be good to kind of get some experience with those kinds of reorgs, but that's, you know, that's the main gist, my summary of it. I'll at some point try to learn, uh, drive chain stuff a little deeper. I just didn't, I didn't, uh, at this point, I don't actually know much about them. I think, I think for me, it's always fascinating whenever devs like talk about this kind of stuff, just because of like the, the course of the conversation, just, uh, it's very polite. Uh, and there is one where super testnet and Ben Carmen go back and forth. Uh, and then it's like, and then Super goes, well, assuming that you, where is it at? He goes, yeah, assuming I understand you properly now. I think that <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's just like, yeah, you guess, guys, right you guys here. all talk, like y'all all talk very uh, systematically, like focus at the actual trying to solve for, uh, I guess, consensus, right? Uh, or what is that where you guys all do that? Really, really like, what is it just like discourse that you guys have? Yeah. Well, we're trying to get the, the, the goal of, of this argument, especially among super and someone like Ben isn't to fight or argue. It's to, it's to, uh, realize what the other person's point of view is so that they understand, uh, their position, their own position better. They want to, they want to get, they're, they're looking to get smarter together. Yeah. That's the thing I see time and time again with, with devs is like, you guys all have that kind of, uh, 
discourse. I don't know. Discourse. Like the, yeah, the, there's the, like the, a civility. It's a, yeah, it's a debate. It's a it's very different it's a civil than like, debate. It's very different than like Bitcoin Twitter, where it's just like, oh yeah, it's yeah. like you're fat, <laughs> eat more milk or something. Yeah, or yeah, like someone calling someone an idiot. Yeah, for for their point of view. Yeah, I think. I think, you know, Twitter's just a poor medium for this kind of conversation, but it's it part works of for Stacker News. So yeah. did, did we come up with any, did they come up? Do they reach any type of, uh, no, not really. It seems like they're both, they're both kind of, uh, at an impasse in terms of their arguments, but they maybe, I think, I think super got a little more insight into, into one of the objections. Um, okay. and then maybe, you know, maybe Ben got a little insight into, responses to that objection. So that's, and I saw Fiat Joff jumped in there too. Yeah. Fiat Joff is pro, pro drive chains. Um, you know, he, he tends to take, he usually takes a pretty hard position on any Bitcoin topic and defends it pretty ruthlessly. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Love to see it. The next top story is Domus Nasser client accepted to the app store. Finally, this is a 2,600 sats, 25 comments from Coop. Yeah, I was, I was been following, uh, waiting for Domus to get released. Cause I was like on an old, I felt like I was on an old test flight client. I guess I, I updated to the new Domus. Was I on an old one? Yeah. It, I don't, I mean, I updated and it didn't change, it didn't change the look much, but, um, I, yeah, I was looking, I was waiting anticipating when I could get on Domus and maybe get a little more involved and feel a little more comfortable. Um, and yeah, they eventually got through the app store after I think three rejections they eventually responded to all the app store oversight teams, uh, rejections. Oh, wow. You're in light mode. I'm in dark mode on mine. I think it just turns on during the day. I was on dark mode last night. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But I've been on there. Um, you know, I'm, I think, it, I think it's really cool. I'm yeah. Apparently they've had like, I don't know, like a hundred over a hundred thousand down, like 125,000 downloads in the last three days. Dude, did you see wallet of Satoshi? So apparently wallet of Satoshi went down or something. Yeah. Gosh, dude, that's crazy. Well, Jack was, Jack, I mean, Jack, who has like 6.5 million Twitter followers was like, hey, download Wallet of Satoshi. <laughs> dude, Wallet of Satoshi, I think at this point is just the king of the wallets, right? I mean, you hate to say it, but custodial wallets are winning. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's very bad for Bitcoiner it, values. It's bad for Bitcoiner values, assuming, you know, Wallet we can't, we can't make a comparable UX that's non-custodial. I mean, this people I know who are thinking about this kind of thing are are, are working on it and try and trying to, you know, get people to create, uh, solutions that would allow us to create non-custodial wallets that work just as well as something like wallet of Satoshi, but we're, we're really not there yet. So if we want to get people on to lightning, this might, this might be a necessary evil. Yeah. Wallet of Satoshi for me is just like, it just works really, really well. Yeah. As far as I was talking about it yesterday with Nick and Plub Lab and he's like, yeah, he's like, you just open the app and you have an account. You can immediately begin and to send and receive yeah. uh, Bitcoin via lightning. And it's, it's kind of cool, man. I mean, I hate the UI. I think it's ugly, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could look beautiful. Yeah. But like, it's just simple. It's yeah, simple it's, no, it's dead simple. That's, that's really, I think it's main advantage right now. I know I had like 65,000 sets. What I'm, I mean, what I'm, what I'm kind of curious about is how, is like, what are the regulations like in Australia, which is where the founder is? I mean, I assume it seems like Australia is For kind of Wallace draconian. Satoshi? Yeah, Walter Satoshi, the company who runs it, is based that. in Australia. So 
Anyway, yeah. anyway, we should be talking about Domus. <laughs> but Domus, I mean, this is what Domus has done, right? It's like the America Online for <laughs> for Lightning at this yeah. point. It, it literally is. It's like it's getting a lot of people on Lightning. It's funneling more and more .eth developers into the Lightning space. Uh, dude, who who would have thought, man? Ordinals and uh, Noster. That, yeah, that's really bringing what's it, going on right over. now. <laughs> so there, apparently there's an attack on Ethereum, and it was uh, via Ordinals and Noster. That's how, that's how we won. We look in the history books. But yeah, cool. congratulations to to William and the whole team uh, working behind the scenes over there at Nostra and Thomas and everything. That's really cool. Yeah, big thing, big thing. And I, oh, just also so people know that um, it got banned from China. China. Yeah, they had it up for a while. Apparently, it climbed to the top of the social um, media charts, and then they and then they banned it. Like the CCP contacted Apple, is like you need to take this down, and they did. And then William also posted a post that there's a, a weather balloon flying over his house, whatever that means. So yeah, no, for real. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's no, I think that was, I think that was, I saw that Fox news article. It was like, it's, it said it was in Montana, but they like the government said, they think this is a Chinese like spy balloon. And oh, was he joking about that? Okay. He okay, cool. Okay. I was worried. I was like, damn bro, get out but of there. <laughs> get out of, get out of your house, bro. Uh, uh, okay, cool. So yeah. everything's good. I think he's safe. Okay, that's good. China's not coming after him. Okay, the next top story of the week was, what's your experience with debt? This was 6,241 sets, 46 comments, a lot of people. This is from you, Coop. Um, yeah. Where did this come from? Why are you thinking about debt right now? What's yeah, no, so I was, I was paying my credit card bill and I was like, I was like, man, I just always pay this bill and, um, and I'm wondering, like, is there, is there a reason for me ever to not pay it? Like, I kind of hate paying it. Should I just let, you know, should I let it ride? I like, what, what is, well, how do pe other people think about uh, paying their credit card? Like my own personal experience is I've been super debt phobic since I was a kid. Cause my parents went through, uh, they got a lot of debt. They went through a bankruptcy and it kind of like, you know, yeah. my, they got divorced. It was like crazy. And so thing. I was like, yeah. So I was like always afraid of debt. I never had a credit card until I got, I had got out of college and I, the only debt I accumulated was college loans, but I'd never, I'd never gotten comfortable with debt in my entire life. And so, so, and that's what I, and so that got, that got me thinking about that. So I was like, why don't I ask, uh, stackers, stackers. how they think about debt? Cause I know Bitcoiners have, yeah, uh, the Bitcoiners I've talked to have a huge variety of takes on debt. I know we, we see in here, Jimmy song, uh, very, uh, against debt you know, after having, I think had some experience with it. And then I know other Bitcoiners who are like, no, use the, sh I use the, sh the crap out of my debt and, and I do it, I use it to buy Bitcoin and, you know, screw the credit system. So it's like, it was cool. Jimmy's, Jimmy's experience was really interesting. He was talking about it here and I don't want to dox too much of what he had going on here, but uh, he, he talked about the morality of money while working on, thank God for Bitcoin and what it went into thinking that it's just a normal part of life and that mortgages and credit cards were an everyday fact of life. Um, for him, it was like a moral perspective. Uh, the more he studied about it, it was, it was really cool to see everybody's different takes on it. Uh, quite frankly. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it was a very fascinating post. I think for me, I've always just been more of a minimalist when it comes to like uh, how I look at debt and stuff. I'm very conscious of what I spend my money on. Um, and I just work really hard to, to save it, I would say. So that, that's just kind of my, my take on things. I think if anything that bothers me more than debt, and I'm not the only one that feels this, is probably like taxes. I think taxes for me are 
way worse than uh, than any kind of debt you can get out of personally. What do you think? Maybe that should be your thing next week. What's your experiences with taxes? <laughs> uh, uh, that to me is probably way worse in my opinion. You think about people have more strong feelings? I don't really have strong. I mean, I've always just paid my taxes, so I don't, I've never really, I've never really fought or thought about them. Uh, they've always come out of my checks. I've never been, uh, I've never really been. Never had to pay taxes at the end of the year? No. What? Yeah. I mean, I think that's when you're, because if you're working as a 1099 contractor, then you, then you do have to pay quite a bit of tax at the end of the year. Cause you're not getting the withholdings every paycheck, but I've always had like a W2 oh, and, so you always worked for or I was like below, I was like below the poverty or at the poverty line when I was like a grocery clerk and, yeah. uh, and it never really, it was like, <laughs> I went from grocery clerk to programmer. The that cool was, thing about taxes is though, once you die, all debts are paid. So that's the cool thing about taxes. Yeah. Yeah. It's only tied to your, to your life. Yeah. That's and only of, you. Yeah. Unlike, unlike student loan debt, which will follow you after death. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Kidding. Yeah. No, no it does. How? Your, your, your family is expected to pay your student loan debt. There is no forgiveness of student loan debt really? under any circumstance. Like, well, unless it's legal. Is that unless, legal? That doesn't feel that's like part of the terms of a student loan. Like that was like part of how they got, re- how they got regulated. And that's why they're so liberal with student loans is because the credit companies love it. Cause they can, they, they know they can collect on it forever. Yeah, I paid all my student loans, man. Yeah. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. All right. So, uh, okay, cool. Next. This was the, this was actually my favorite story of the week. This was, uh, also the top, top five. This rounds out the top five for this week. What do you think about voltage? Just 2,631 sats, 13 comments from based 58. Uh, dude, why don't we have more of these? Uh, posts. First off, I think we should have, this should be for like every Bitcoin company. What do you think about so-and-so? What do you think about some? It should be like, and then you just, just tear it up. The cool thing is like Graham went in there right away and was like, Hey, I appreciate the dialogue, but first I want everybody running notes. He literally said that he's like, I want everybody running loans, but ideally not everybody can. And then Ben Carmen jumped in there too. He also said like, yeah, the Bitcoin company, we run voltage. It's kind of cool. Hack- yeah. Most hackathons run voltage they during do. a hackathon. Uh, what do you What do you think about this post? What do you think about voltage? I mean, I thought it was cool. I mean, I didn't really learn anything super new except the Bitcoin company uses voltage for their node. That was that was kind of news to me. Um, but I was curious to see what other people thought about it. It's pretty consistent with what I imagine. Most people view voltage as they are, which is like a good actor in uh, here and how you know and. They, it seems like a lot of people accept the fact that people are going to use hosted solutions in some cases for running their node. And yeah, I thought that was awesome. I thought it was awesome to see Graham be able to respond directly. Um, Everybody jumped in there. Yeah. I think quite a few people, yeah, shared their, shared their points of view. Uh, we, I know we have a cup, a handful of stackers who actually work at Voltage. So they might've even alerted uh, Graham if Graham wasn't on there himself. Uh, cool. I mean, I kind of, I was, I was kind of reading through his comment thread and I was like, when is voltage going to do like hosted mining? What? I know it's a weird thought, but I'm always, I'm always looking for that edge for Did like, they? for that, like, what is voltage like eventually? Are they like Bitcoin full stack hosting where it's like not just running nodes for applications. It's also, um, mining like hosted mining. Like it's a, it's kind of a natural fit. They already have a dashboard. People are already in there running, running nodes. They're like, familiar with the brand. I feel like mining just always ends up in a disaster, doesn't it? 
I mean, like there was like, I remember back in 2017, there was like Genesis mining. And then this cycle wasn't Compass doing the same thing. Compass. Compass. That ended up in, we all know. And like, I just feel like that's just another. It can go bad. But if you have someone it like. It always if, goes if, bad. If, no, but it can go. I mean, if you have someone like Graham, who's running it, who has the, the problem is those companies were doing things that were unethical. But if you're not. Were they though? I believe they were. Was Genesis I, though? Genesis? I don't, Do I don't know. I actually don't know anything about these stories. Why, yeah. why else would they fail if they weren't doing anything unethical? Just because they, once the bear hit, like they couldn't sustain um, yeah, but you let, running them. What you do is you let, you're, you're not, I don't know what they were doing, but you, there are ways to do this where regardless of the bull bear market, it's like Voltage didn't go out of business in, in the bear market because the users are paying for the services that they're, that they're getting. Yeah. Similarly with mining, they could do something similar where the users expected to you know, pay the cost of the equipment that they want voltage to run. I don't know. It was just a random stray idea. I thought it would be, kind of, it was, it was, I'm not like, a, I'm not sold on it, but it's like, it's kind of interesting. I know river provides this service. To yeah. People. I know river does. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think they're probably happy. Maybe ask it. Graham in here say, yo, Graham, would you ever do cloud mining? Yeah. Ask him, Stackers. It's maybe bad timing right now. Definitely bad timing. The compass stuff. (laughs) Right in the middle of the bear market. Uh, (laughs) Next, I guess this is Keon's top story. Why women fail at Bitcoin. This is a spicy topic. This is uh, 12,000 sats, 18 comments from Kube. Yeah, I almost didn't post this because of the title. It's like so, If I know a lot of people don't actually read. Uh, They just read titles and maybe skim at most. I think. I think even people overstate how much they skim. They mostly read titles, but, uh, it's a really, you know, while, while it's a clickbait title, it's a really, uh, well-written article and kind of might give you some insight into why women feel like, uh, they, women feel left out of Bitcoin or have hesitation in terms of becoming a Bitcoiner. Um, and the main argument that Ninja grandma makes here is that, uh, there's an aversion to failing as a woman. Uh, she kind of puts forward the argument that it's mostly it's somewhat culturally enforced that women have uh, an aversion to failure and that, you know, men are part of that cultural milieu in terms of uh, making, you know, not supporting women's failures as much as they support men's failures. Um, you know, I'd, I would probably I would maybe and I'm not sure if she's saying that that's the only cause, but that's at least her impression, given some of the experiences that she conveys in the article. Overall, I thought it was really a really well-written article and, and it makes some interesting points that are like worth considering, especially if we want Bitcoin to be money for freedom, money for everyone and not, you know, just men. Yeah. I'd like everybody's chiming in. I, there was this South side. He goes, he started listing all the names of female Bitcoiners and he goes, many more are killing the Bitcoin game. Delete your article. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man. Uh, and then this other guy goes, did you, or you said, did you even read it? I mean, he clearly didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just can't read it. But that's, you know, people click on titles, man. Um, yeah. Uh, this one was written on Thriller Bitcoin. And I think, I think for me, this is just for me seeing it from like the media side. I, I know for a fact, uh, well, maybe I won't say for a fact. I know for certain that women just get left out uh, in the conversation when it comes to talking about Bitcoin. Like, um, that's why he's able to name like what 10 people that are women in that, that reply is because there's just very few of them. And maybe it starts with letting them like 
express themselves, let them get their view across before stomping them from doing it. And thank God we have like really strong female Bitcoiners in the space, like the ones you listed and like Katie and like Jessica and like- yeah, there are a bunch that he didn't list. It's, it's good to have like these people like Justine, it's good to have like these female viewpoints and they're all different. Like they're all different. And I think that's- that's okay. Like all females don't have to agree. Just like all males don't have to agree on viewpoints and we don't. So, um, yeah, man, great article. Definitely read it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, the main, I mean, I, I think I learned quite a bit. I thought it was a really interesting take on why there, you know, why there might be a gender gap in Bitcoin. Um, and it's really this, gap of failure tolerance and maybe, you know, what, what that failure tolerance is coming from is maybe up for debate, but I like my, I, I know for a fact that men like testosterone, part of testosterone is to make men, um, makes men uh, enjoy failure, enjoy hard things, enjoy difficulty. And I'm wondering if that's part of the gap in addition to maybe some of this cultural stuff. Oh, interesting. Um, so, you know, but I, it's not fully that, but I think it, it's probably a mix of all of these things that mm -hmm. maybe makes it this way. And, you know, maybe doing something about it will, will allow us to have more women in Bitcoin. Yeah. They should go out there and fail, fail fast. I think that was her, her, uh, her summary. Uh, the next top or the next one is an AMA. This is from I'm Hugo Nguyen. AMA, 11,000 stats, 33 comments is from Hugo. Who's Hugo? So Hugo is the founder of Nunchuck. Uh, he's done a couple of commitments to Core and, and co-authored a, a BIP on Multisig. But he's, he's, the founder, he's the founder of Nunchuck. And they, they're basically a, uh, you know, a multi-sig wallet. Um, uh, I remember seeing them for the first time at a Bitcoin conference this last year. I think they won one of the, one of the groups or oh, maybe, cool. or maybe they came in second. I don't know. But more recently they released, uh, an interesting multi, an, an interesting inheritance product, uh, to go along with their multi-sig wallet that kind of has a novel, uh, architecture. Anyway, there's a, a really good AMA. Um, if you're curious about that new inheritance product, you can read the AMA. People kind of ask them, ask them questions about it. Um, he's also a new father. The questions about being a founder um, and how he how he juggles being being a father with with being a founder. Um, overall, you know, really really glad to have uh, Hugo on. I've seen Nunchuck around. It's one of like very few really well respected multi sig. Um, so does that wallets. work? I'm looking at it with Tap Signer. How does that work with Tap Signer? Like Code Card. Man, I need to get up on my. I know they've been so there's been a lot of advancements in multi-sig just over the last year. Yeah. We need like a multi-sig workshop at this point. That'd be great. I bet you could get just to get like an understanding of like what's yeah. Yeah. What's going on at this point. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's it cool, seems, man. seems there's like a lot of people, a lot of people working on it. And so is it just tap to pay? Is that the the thing here? Is that I mean, I think that's just one of many features that they have, but yeah, I think you can use uh the tap signer as one of your keys in a, in a setup. I do. I do often wonder, and maybe this is just the lightning guy talk, you know, talking, I wonder like, did, cause you don't need to do this with lightning, right? It's just with like on chain stuff. Like, do you think it ever gets to a point where we're not um, really focused on this type of hardware? Where we're more focused on the lightning. Well, this hardware? isn't a hardware wallet. This is a software wallet. 
Oh, okay. So this doesn't have a card attached to it that you need to. No, well, the tap signer is available from Colt from CoinKite. Mm-hmm. But what's this nunchuck card thing here? I believe that's a, I believe that's a tap signer card that might be branded nunchuck. Okay, I'm just confused at this point. Yeah, they're just a so- <laughs> they're a software wallet, is my understanding, and yeah, I, okay. so they're not they're not building hardware. I think, you know, hardware is a really hard game to get into. So maybe I just have Hugo on Thriller Bitcoin and ask him all these. There you go. Questions. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be a, he'd be <laughs> a good person. I just hit about. him up. I'll hit him up after this episode. Uh, all right, next up. Oh no, that's it. That's all the top stories. This one's a meta release. This is a Stacker News release. Easter egg, thousand sats, twenty three comments. Keon, what is this? Yeah, so it's just an Easter egg. I'm not really supposed to talk about it a whole bunch. Part of the idea is it's like fun and you kind of like discover discover it as you're using Stacker News. Um, but yeah, that's what do you, what do you mean? That's what is that? That's what an Easter egg is. It's like hidden. I wanted to announce that it was there. So that so you did an announcement of a non-announcement. That's right, dude. Hey, everybody. You're there's, in marketing. There's <laughs> Easter eggs. What are they, Keon? I don't know. Good luck. Try to find them. Well, that's what that's what defines an Easter egg. You don't like when you do an Easter egg hunt with children, you don't show them where the Easter eggs are. You just tell them there's an Easter egg hunt going on. What is this? I'm zooming in here. Is that a cowboy hat? Is that Texas Slim? That is a cowboy hat that might or might not be part of. The are you Easter are you egg. announcing a partnership with uh, Beef Initiative? Is this what going on? No, <laughs> but I think we're I think we might go like uh, we might go like a Western theme with all with like kind of our kind of, you know, some of the funner aspects of the site. Like right now it's a bit mixed in terms, like I have both uh, Alice in Wonderland and we're, and we have like wild West mode. And yeah, now we have this like, cowboy hat thing. Like the, show, show everybody the Alice in Wonderland. They've probably never seen it. Cause. Oh, second news is always up. I mean, this is one of them. <gasps> Alice, where are you going? This is, yeah. The 404 page is Alice confused. Uh, the 500 page is Alice like fall is like falling yeah, down so the rabbit hole. Let me see the 500. I can't 500. I can't make the site. I don't know how to make the site 500. Uh, really? Cause that would, that would mean I could. I so could, these are like the Easter eggs you're talking about. This is no, this isn't the Easter egg I'm talking about. And then when you sign up with email, you get another, another Alice gif where she's like bowing like and greeting to you. What's up with this? We might change it to, we might change these to Western. So I don't know. I like Alice. I do. I like Alice too. So I don't know. Oh, could you get sued? Is that why? No, we can't. I think it's all public domain at this point. Yeah, probably. But I like Alice. I like Alice too. There's something about the aesthetic that I think is better than Western. Yeah, I think it's her yellow Goldilocks hair with the Stacker News logo that just makes it I, work. I think it like softens Stacker News to have like a female presence on the yeah. on the site. All right, cool. Uh, you, oh, you didn't mention any of the uh, the bounties. There's a couple bounties out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a few bounties. We can go over some of the bounties. Yeah, let's um, give these guys some uh, give the Stacker something to look at. What's the first bounty that we have? Yeah. So the most recent bounty is Bitgold, who's been working on pay joins, has a, has a PR open that he wants reviewed. Um, 35 lines of rust. 35 lines doable? of rust. Yeah, that's very mm-hmm. doable. He's offering 100,000, 101,000 sats. And uh, look, there's another bounty underrated lightning apps. Yeah. This was uh, Stacker News released this one. We'll pay a thousand sats for somebody to end the Fed. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Yellen is apparently looking to get out of a job. Uh, uh, look at these. These are great, man. Chat. Okay. It's Android app referrals. Have we got any spam yet from these bounties yet? No, there's no? this guy. This guy's looking, looking, I think, to 
I don't know, incentivize some spam of some kind. Okay. Um, but that didn't Did really happen. But they're pretty good. I mean, Fiat Joff wants uh, a refactoring of a Nostra relay. And then someone wanted someone, someone uh, asked for uh, explain it like I'm five of ordinals. And they got it apparently because they paid the bounty. Yeah, that's really, really easy, I would say. Yeah, but it was only a thousand sets. So, yeah. yeah. But those are those are the bounties for now. They're kind of rolling. We've only got yeah. 13 so far. Stackers, if you're out there, go out and make bounties. Let's spread these sats. Spread Let's some do sats. It. Get them All around. Right. So what do you got? You got the, the numbers? Yeah, the numbers. So the top users, uh, the uh, super, super stat segment, as Dang. this is called, uh, is our, uh, our top. Our, so these are the top stackers of the week. Uh, UTX Club stacked 1 million sats. Uh, what's kind of funny about this is they were, they were this was actually a self-tip. And they didn't realize we started taking a 10% fee of all tips. And so they tipped a million sats and basically donated it a hundred thousand sats to Stacker News users. Ooh. You could see the, like we, when we Ooh. saw, when we, we were looking at the day for spending and we're like, wow, there's a huge spike in spending today. And then we go into the user who spent and they're like, oh no, I just got wrecked. Uh, uh hundred thousand sats. Uh, and, uh, I kind of, you know, so yeah, anyway, kind of fun. Uh, so that 1 million sats from him, uh, pillar stack quite a bit. <laughs> Siggy 47, Hugo Siggy, in the Siggy. AMA. I used to know a guy named Siggy. It Exeus. 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 He said that you pronounced it right on the YouTube. Comments. I think that's how I pronounce it. Exeus. Yeah. He said you pronounce it right. On cool. YouTube it's Exeus. Yeah, lots of lots of top stackers. Yeah, Jeff, what? That's right. Wow. Spenders this week. Let's see who spent the most. Oh, this is please no bands. This is a person who is who self-tipped the exact so club. Um, me. I'm so I have legitimate tippers. I'm at the top again. Thank you. Hey, there's Austin. Uh yeah, Austin, Bolt Observer, Sats for Live. Blockchain Boog. Blockchain Boog. Two minute Bitcoin spent a lot. Now. Nice. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't seen that in a while. A lot of spenders, a lot of cowboys. Um, a lot of Texas Slims up there. A lot of Texas Slims. <laughs> and uh, uh, stats for the week are looking pretty good. We got a big bump in registrations. Oh, when did that happen? That was uh, yeah, that was yesterday, I guess. It looked like it. What do you think it, it was? I don't know. It's we. I think we we correlated it to like Google searches. So, oh, dude, yeah, I was googling Sacker News. Um, when I was writing an article on Sunday, you came up on the, um, not, I would not stacker news, but I typed in something and then you were one of the search results. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting kind of good. We're, apparently we're getting ranked higher in search for related topics. I think Noster, I think Noster related search queries are kind of. Yeah. They're the probably right finding now. you because of Noster. Yeah. Cause I'm seeing the similar thing on Thriller. I yeah. covered a lot of Noster stuff early on. So I'm getting all the kickback. Oh, that's right. Cause like we, mm -hmm. yeah, there's there no, no, one, no one, no else one, no one was covering it. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's probably. Oh yeah. Because like that TechCrunch article, did you see that? That was this week. There was a TechCrunch right. article on Noster. Oh, right. So or people on are looking for yeah, more and content. People were looking for more content. There's just none. Yeah. But the snacker news of the world. Yeah. Not even Reddit and Hacker News was covering that. There's probably a little bit of conversation on. I think oh, there yeah, was, on Reddit. Yeah, there's a, there's think, a Nostra on Reddit. I think there was also a conversation on Hacker uh, News on Hacker News about I Nostra. They would be against something. I remember like that. someone linked to it. I mean, they'd probably be very, you know, critical of it, but I don't know. Yeah. 
we have a lot of, this is blockchain boo. This is on me, buddy. Uh, we have a lot of uh, comments. Apparently car was Oscar messaged me over the weekend and he was like, Hey, um, you do have comments. Oscar's a big fan of snacker news live. So yeah, he's like, you do have comments. And I just didn't realize it got moved. So in the new fountain app, like it got moved over to activity and I would just, before I would just go here and then it would just be there. But so the thing, so we're going to go back to, <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to review our, all of the comments we've received over the past month. I'm going to read this, unroll the scroll and read from it. Okay. This was, uh, okay. Yeah. So I think the last time we read comments was like happy Thanksgiving. That was from blockchain book. Blockchain book said on ancient apocalypse, really question mark from snacker news live 42. He said better late than never. Ha ha. This is one got by me. I don't know what that was in. And then yeah, the next, the next we week, lost the, <laughs> the next week he said, uh, on, Episode 45, lots of social regret. He just gave us the clapping symbol. Uh, and then on episode 46, Noster is funded. Uh, the Wild Hustle boosted us a thousand sats. He said, Noster is wild! Exclamation point. He was early. This was December 20th. Um, and then um, on episode 47, F the Snoops, Watching Book boosted us 300,000 sats. No, really? Yeah, dude. Holy Blockchain crap. Book is a real one. He said, Merry Christmas, a big fat sat gift from me to the Stacker family. About the pod, one thing that concerns me is once we detach ID from people, how will we stop and solve crime and prevent crimes? We need to find a balance that protects privacy, but also enough information is tracked to find criminals. Any mm. thoughts on that? This is when we're talking about pre-crime. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. So how do we, if we're, if we don't have strong identity online, how do we track criminal mm. activity online? Um yeah, I don't know. That's for the feds to figure out, but yeah. I think people deserve privacy either way. So maybe, maybe, maybe there's a solution in there. I think, I think there are other traces maybe with illegal crime, hopefully that allow people to have privacy. I could, I could totally see like an open AI pre-crime division where you just like, it looks, oh, looks get for, so weird, dude. It looks for like an algorithmic of like activity that a person is doing it. Like, it's like that person is subject to a crime potentially in the next 30, like given statistics. Sam Allman had a tweet today where he's like, if you think you understand AI, you do not understand a what AI is capable of. He's like, it is going, he's like, there is, it can be any, it can be anything at this point. I could go literally any direction. Like no one, like even him, he doesn't understand the direct, the, the potential. I think it's, I think it's going to, I think personally it might end the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're or, of, I mean, it, and human life on the world. I think, I think that's the, the goal, right? Like, Oh, it's not the goal. It's definitely the goal. Have you no, not seen the Matrix? It's not the goal. It's not Sam Altman isn't I want to end human. No, life. no, I'm not saying him. I'm saying like just AI, when you think of it, like what's the finality? Like what does it get to? It has to get to any human life to AI to flourish. No. We become uh we become part of the problem. No, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure that's like a the definite end. I think there are there are other potential paths that AI I can take. But I think that is one potential path. Yeah, definitely one. Likely one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a unit of ACC boosts 100 sats from the same episode. It goes, take this humble offering of sats. Man, a lot of people loving this. This is uh, from Blockchain Boog from 5,000 sats uh, from the pre-kime fixes this. Episode 48, he said, happy new year. And then uh, this is uh, from episode 49. I'm sorry. Wow, we've done so many episodes. <laughs> from episode 49. I'm so sorry for neglecting. All Everything you do is a mystery. I love the new cover art for the episodes. Nice touch. Zap. It's from Blockchain Book, 10,000 nice. sats. Because I started putting the Sacker News newsletter cover art there. Oh, cool. So that way they can kind of tell what we're talking about. Yeah. 
then from episode 50, saying the quiet part loud, uh, he said, zap. That's from Blockchain Book, 5,000 sats. And then from Feeding Cats with Lightning, Blockchain Book, 5,000 sats, said, meow. Exclamation point. And then <laughs> this is when I knew something was going on. <laughs> episode 52, can you attack his Citadel? This is last week's episode. He said, zap. Are y'all getting these? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Blockchain Book. Uh, and then this is from Mary Oscar, 10,000 sats. He said, great work on bounties. bounties. Awesome feature. Yeah, Oscar liked your bounty feature. Oh, that's cool. Uh, then from this yeah, last week episode, he goes, will we be seeing bounties come to Fountain? Podcasters could set them up for audience feedback, like completing a survey or getting or getting or providing topic suggestions for a new episode or a bag of bounty if they have corrections on what has said or on the podcast. That's an interesting question. Yeah. And then Oscar said, yeah, potentially something like this. Definitely want to add more podcasting tools, but I think rather than generic bounties, something more specific to audio. Great. Yeah. Guest bounties would be cool where the audience can vote with sats on who, who to have on the sats to the guests. What would be really cool is if Stacker News had an API we could use so these guest bounties lived on both platforms. Oh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. All right. This is the last comment. I know you're getting tired. This is uh, from Jimmy Server. He said, uh, there is no balance. You have privacy or you don't. Those that give up privacy for safety against criminals will have neither. Dang. And that's all the boost Hard. this week. Dang. Going Sorry, hard. guys. We'll, we'll do this normally. We figured out We figured out where the comments are now, so we'll be able to actually respond to them. Yeah. So if any of you dropped off because we weren't responding, Sorry. come back, please. Come back. We need your sats. Uh, Keon, what do you got going on this weekend? What do I got going on? I don't, we're thinking of going to an improv show, maybe. Oh, cool. Are you, uh, do you want to come? To I got, Toshi we're, say anything? We're doing, uh, if it was tonight, it'd be down. We're doing the workshop tomorrow. It's going to be a Galois Bitcoin bank. That's going to be cool. And I'm kind of going to take it easy this weekend, I think. Okay. So you don't want to go to an improv show tomorrow? Not short notice. Is that, is this short notice? Less than 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang. Hey man. I, I, you know, so learn you know, today. Car got, is not uh, spontaneous. No, I, yeah. It's just uh, like, you know, oh. you got, you got female friends, you know, you got to like, uh, Oh, I see, things, sir. You know? Oh, okay. Hey man, we were up. You could bring her. You don't want her to, you don't want us to meet your female friends. You don't think that you're not proud of us. Well, we're dating. So it's kind of like, how do you, yeah, it's too early. It's too early. Like you guys are really weird. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The quarters are weird, man. It's true. Zap.